Previously on Critically Stupid. Okay. For those of you that maybe don't remember what happened last week, or those of you that didn't watch last week, which, not cool. Anyway, I admit I got a little murdery again, but look, there were there were things after Josh Pat and and that's my dog. I would die for him. Anyway, uh, uh, Cerulean and Tess had had disappeared, and and we lost Cerulean. And Tess came back as a cow, a cow with an insatiable appetite. We ended up exploring Grahun Manor and encountered some some kind of apparition, and 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 the cow just threw something at him and he disappeared but not before giving Arnold some kind of fortune card and and honestly I don't I can't even begin to know what it all means or or even understand what happened with with Cerulean we we found Lady Yalagrahan upstairs barricaded in in her library and and there was some kind of I guess mercenary there is as well, and in a nimble right, Lady Grahun had some kind of gem, I guess, stone on on some kind of necklace. Meanwhile, like like her her husband is is in dire straits, but she seems more focused on this necklace, and and she threw it at the nimble right. But I decided to try and stop it. I I um I hurled. Garrett's dagger at it, thinking maybe he would um, just kind of uh, teleport to to maybe catch it. Uh, that it did it did not it did not work out like I had planned. We ended up with Garrett stuck, stuck to the ceiling, hanging onto his dagger and and the nimble right with the gem. And the last thing that I heard from from him was was return me to my home. And then he jumped out a window.
want to murder everybody. With that, what's going on, everybody? Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to soon-to-be world-famous D&D Real Play podcast, uh, Critically Stupid. I am uh, your host, Alexander James. I am the Dungeon Master. Uh, my favorite part of last episode was probably Diana throwing Garrett's dagger and pinning the gemstone to the ceiling uh, because it was a very uh, quick decision that she made um, without really like hemming and hawing about it. And I loved it. I thought it was super cool. Uh, let's go Gareth. Um, my name is Garen. I play Gareth and my favorite moment was immediately after that quick and awesome decision with the reflex and the precision of throwing the knife and uh, when I completely fucking biffed it. Uh, 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 Mel, you go or Diana, go. I set you up for success and, and you just biffed. That's not the first time that's happened either. Uh, my Your name life is, is Diana. disappointment. Yeah, my life for like in the campaign. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're gonna be like that <clears throat> today Sorry. of all days. Pain. <laughs> my name is Diana. I play Mel. Uh, my favorite part of last episode was um, it actually uh, it, I was really pumped for the the Stevie Wildcard character. I thought that was super cool. I'm a little bummed that we didn't get to see more of him. I hope he shows up again and Tess refrains from throwing shit at him. No promises. I mean, Stevie might be the only NPC I don't murder tonight. Just because I really like Steven. Do you want to like tell the listener what's happening tonight? Or are you just going to be Oh, why I'm murdering violent? everybody? I think it'd be I, funny to it keep would, it a mystery. It would be funny <laughs> to keep it a mystery. It would make more sense if like we were releasing at the same time that, you know what I mean? Because like by the yeah, time yeah. this episode comes out, this loss will I mean, hopefully be. Yeah, you'll have, got, you'll have gotten over it any other, i mean do we ever truly get over it not really not really but no i'm real i'm real sour because we lost the the divisional round Bengals played great and defense just didn't fucking show up just didn't want to play today like there was one he, he fucking just stood there like like he did this flip thing and just fucking stood there i'm like you're playing dude maybe maybe tackle the guy with the ball no no we're not gonna do that okay uh, she is talking about the fantasy water deep team, the Biffalo Bulls, obviously. Uh, I'll, I'll hop in here. Tess, why don't you go? Fantasy Bengals. Um, I, I guess my favorite part was when I Tess saw the bees. Um, Tess saw and heard some bees, and that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Count Keep rolling bees. like shit, and you'll see and hear many more bees. Oh, yeah. Plan on a threat. <laughs> no, that's just a fact. That's that's just all right, Arnold. I think you're next. Uh, I'm Anthony. I play Arnold. My favorite part was definitely uh Stevie Wildcard's character in general, and also I love the fact that he was just like unceremoniously dismissed from the the scene. I like I thought that was awesome. I was really excited because I did want to talk to him more, but I was like, that means he's gonna live, and Diana doesn't get a chance to murder him today. So yeah. My best friend will live on in this character. Yeah, I'm not going to murder Steve. I mean, unless he tries to murder us. No, I I loved it. I, I mean, we'll see. 
I'm, but, I'm gonna be so honest i have zero recollection of stevie wildcard i must have been playing with my ass cheek last session i don't know what the hell going on it was okay do you remember, it was the guy i would my, he was my like second, the cheshire cat yes my second very oh, part oh, part oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah no i'm back i'm the knife behind yeah. him i didn't expect to get away with that nonsense but i did so not that we needed it, it. The right. image of Gary and playing with his ass cheeks. I chose not to imagine that. Intentionally, consciously made a decision not to do, not to, yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's, uh, let's dive into it. Uh, you are all standing in, well, uh, three-fourths of you are standing in uh, Lady Yala Gralhan's uh, freshly seawatered library. Um the water that has exploded from this nimble right is not inconsequential. You're standing about shin deep in water. Um, it's covered the floor, the books, the the furniture is sort of like propped up on it. Um, and there seems to be like a bubble of a moment where everybody is sort of like shocked to their core and doesn't move. Everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, Lady Yala Gralhan's eyes are the size of dinner plates. Uh, her husband behind her is sort of like pressed up against a bookshelf, sort of like trying to make himself as small as possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I, I imagine there's some sort of like strained wiggling as Gareth is just now just hanging from the ceiling by a dagger. Gareth, how you doing up there? You know what? Couldn't be better. <laughs> dry, dry as a bone. Dry as a bone. <laughs> I think there is a... Um, there's a shocked cry from behind you, uh, and a, and a deep set grunt. Um, and you, you all turn in time to see, uh, this huge half orc bodyguard that is sort of like keeping Yala Gralhan safe, um, take the flat of his double-handed sword and just, just baseball swing one of these fiends away from him. Um, but it actually deflects one of these, one of these, uh, dark leather armor bound uh fiends as they run past and actually go for the mediocre white man pressing himself against the books behind her um no, not the white man not the white man no, uh, definitely the white man this uh bandit pulls a wicked looking dagger from uh from his hip uh and gets himself behind a rond growl hunt and holds it to his throat and erstel flocks in uh wipes wipes seawater off of his face and in a very thick Russian accent says <laughs> now it is time for us to talk it is time this, this listen to me the time for action yes this will this will come again but I am I am standing here and I want answers who are you who are you you individuals is he talking to us he is, he is talking like to you did you practice your Russian accent? No. Are you sure? <laughs> you definitely did. Because I, I was tell. Uh, he addresses you sort of like generally as a group. So, okay. I'm, I know you just painted this picture, but I, I was a little distracted. Uh, but who is he holding exactly? So he's the holding husband. Yala Groundhund. Like he's so holding, he, oh, so the Erstel, Erstel Flockton is not holding anybody. One oh, of okay. his one of his brigands is has got uh, Lady Yala Gral's uh, husband by the by the neck by the okay. by a dagger. Okay, that's the ogre. Um, the the o the half orc is the bodyguard. Yes. Ah. So okay. the scene, Lady Yala Gralhund, 
powerful, imposing, regal. Her half-orc bodyguard, strong, imposing, double-handed uh, greatsword. Her husband, a mediocre white man, uh, currently being held by a brigand. There is Erstel Floxen and then another brigand. So that's sort of like, and then you ding-dogs. I don't. Who the fuck is Erstel Floxen? I also have that question, yeah. You know, they're like holding a hostage that we have no investment in. Right? I would love somebody can, to ask can, a question. Can Dareth, can Dareth like, just from the ceiling, is... still hanging there? Kill him! We don't care! Erstel Floxen looks up at you and says, of course you, you must, you must care. This is your b- benefactor, yes? The same as mine. He has betrayed us both. I... It My question a, was above it, table because I oh. think I'm supposed to know who Erstel, like the name doesn't even ring a bell to my memory, not even a little. You have never met this person before. Uh, okay. He is assuming that you know of him, but you do not. So you right. are not missing anything, Diana. Your, your memory okay. is doing just fine. So, so he, he, he said something about him being a, our benefactor? The same as his. Okay. Uh, well, if he's our benefactor, I guess don't kill him. I had no idea we were being paid to be here. I love that you're on the ceiling. You're getting paid <laughs> the whole to time do this? Just like swinging. <laughs> yeah, Garrett, Garrett, give me um, give me just a basic dex check just to see like how good your grip is. I guess. Okay, hold Doesn't on. Doesn't it burn your hands too? Like your hands? No, it, only, like... it only burns it when I initially grab it to teleport. When he steps out of the ethereal plane, it burns him to remind him of what he's done. Which is, yeah. Which uh, is, I'm, I'm still stuck on. Like, you guys are getting paid. What the fuck? <laughs> That's yeah, what right? I'm saying. I got a 15 plus uh, three is 18. All right, your grip's pretty oh. solid. I think you're used to hanging. You know, hanging out, just um, hanging around. Where to God? Uh, but Erstel Floxen, who I'm pretty sure introduced himself last episode, and if he didn't, well, yeah. guess what, dear listener, his name's Erstel Floxen. Um, looks up at you and says. His brow kind of like pulls and again, like this guy's face is like deeply, freshly burned. So it it pulls into shadow and bits of like raw flesh in a way that almost turns his face into a mask. Um, and he says, he has betrayed the both of us. Yes. You want him dead the same as me. He tried to kill us just now. You saw it. You know, I'm not the most perceptive fella. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I was going to be, I was lurking around, you know, a lot of chaos out there in that concert. I'm not the most upstanding character. So I came in here to loot because this is where rich people live. So, um, and then all of a sudden there was a <laughs> shiny stone thrown in the air. I tried to grab it yes. and then now the whole place is flooded and you're trying to kill a man. So who am I to say what's going on, and who betrayed who? That was that was that was that was synopsis than Bestie gave. Hey, first of all, rude, <laughs> and second, hit it, DJ. <laughs> you guys missed it. We did. I love it. It's I like intentionally have like eighty different things up so it'll happen. <laughs> you're just like you're just like holding your computer's head under the surface while some kind of just like a bubbly effect. It's, it's like it. just you're just waterboarding your computer. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Anthony, does, did I miss you? No, I was just gonna ask, um, because before like Arnold steps in and says anything, how does Ur, like Erstol uh, respond to what he just said about you know being a thief and coming in not knowing? 
did not say I was a thief. I just said I was, quote, not the most upstanding character. I thought you, you literally you were looting. Didn't you tell I him know. specifically yeah, you, you were looting? Yeah, you were here to loot. I was trying to yeah, interrupt him. I, I, was, was I said I was looting, but I did not say I was a thief. I one of the, one of my favorite things about Gareth's character is that very rarely does Gareth actually get caught in a lie. Gary in the person is really really good at telling the truth in a really shitty way that just like makes it not quite a lie. So I can't actually most times get him to roll a deception check because technically the little idiot isn't lying. But guess what, Garyan, roll a deception check. The the trick is just to be good at lying in real life. I still think about uh, when Tim came back and he was just like, you lied to me. And so I lied more. <laughs> Hold on, where's my D20 at? There it is. Okay, deception? Yes, sir. Okay, 14 plus uh, 4 is 18 again. Wow. All right, wow. Rolling pretty good today, Gareth. Um, For now. I think, I think his a measure of the hostility eases off his face just a little bit you see his brow lighten um but he's not fully at ease by by any means um and you actually hear uh lady yala gralhan snort dismissively and say oh yes thieves of course you are parasites the lot of you i, I said, was I, 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 god I just, i'll murder her i just po- <laughs> i just point at her from up there Fuck you, lady. I'm taking your shit later. <laughs> yes, are you going are you going to do it from the ceiling, dear boys? A 30-foot drop between I you and the floor. I will murder the fuck out of everybody in this room. Keep talking shit, lady. Um, but she turns to so one thing that I am tr- <clears throat> going to try to avoid in this, I've got a lot of NPCs with different voices. I am going to try to avoid to the best of my ability to not talk to myself. So if you guys could help me out with that, that'd be so fucking great. No, um, right, if three fourths of you could help me out with that, that'd be great. Thanks, Diana. It's good, it's going <laughs> to be like a it's going to be like a voice recording session for Family Guy. It's just Seth MacFarlane in a room by himself. <laughs> yeah, except I've got no talent, money, or class, so I've got that going for so me. Just like yeah. Seth MacFarlane. You have MacFarlane. class. Look at you dressed <laughs> up all fancy. Um, okay so can arnold say something like okay so i so arnold arnold looks forward he's like i don't know anything about looting i'm literally obviously barred i came here to figure out what's going on with the prize everyone left right after our song but it seemed like we were gonna win i just want to know for you know what i have to do about that uh i believe my major domo will be handling those sort of dull and poultry affairs i don't have any okay i look at mel and i'm just like we can kill her now i just i don't i don't, I don't <laughs> you know can, can, Gary, can get from upstairs he's like you really can you really afford to talk all fucking pretentious like that you know in shin deep in nimble water yeah. oh god almighty um speaking of the nimble water uh tess your uh, very sensitive sense of smell immediately recognizes uh, the stench of this seawater as the exact same water that you just smelled only moments ago on the other side of the butthole door uh, in your homeworld. Yes, this- so Tess, Tess is kind of freaking out about that, deciding that she doesn't really give a fuck what's going on in this room. She wants to figure out what's going on with the water, so she's pretending that she's just a cow. She can't talk. She's pretending Holy fuck, you're a cow. cow. Oh, Are shit, you a cow yeah. again? I'm a cow. Yeah, she's yeah. A cow. She, she knows, actually she... was going to catch Gareth as in cow form. Oh, I forgot about so that. Just tooling around her nose in the water like a cow. 
grazing, trying to like sniff is stuff she out. Just, and like, somehow and eating hay like, inside. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, Lady Yala Gralhan says, um, uh, yes, and if you could take your animal out of here, that would be just, how did you get it in here? Yeah. Tess just drops like Very a cow carefully. pie on the floor. Like she just like lifts her tail and just like cow plop on the, on the, in the water and just keeps Is this going to be like another poo to water ratio thing? Like how many oh, cow pies are you dropping? Throwback. Great callback, yeah. Diana. Let's go. Okay. Um, I think uh, Lady Yala Gralhan's husband starts wriggling um, because obviously he's got the dagger sort of pointed at his throat. Yeah, I I was gonna say like to to Lady Yala whatever the fuck like that's her name. Yeah. Um. Yala, like whatever. um. That's her. It's her husband. Like, honey, you don't seem too concerned about the fact that there's a knife on your husband's throat you you guys fighting or um she says i these rapscallions may have been staying at my domicile for quite some time now but i know them they work for me they would never harm the hand that feeds listen you might not know this young miss having not swam in my circles but we're literally the, swimming in your water right now. I know. We're <laughs> swimming in your water right now. You're, literally. You're, My you're metaphorical waters. <laughs> but the You're the, a metaphorical the... bitch. <laughs> um but you hear Orand uh uh pipe up, that is her husband, um, and say, Oh gosh, please don't kill me. Uh <laughs> hi, ha ha. Hey, this is you know, go whoo. Well, if somebody could help me out here. Uh, and the brigand uh, tightens his grip. He's got Aron by like his longish brown hair um, and is digging this, this knife into him. Uh, and and Erstel Floxen says, um, this, was, this was nowhere in the plan to kidnap that man. Yes, I recognize him now. And he points at Rainier Never Ember, who is actually still with you, cowering. Not cowering, but sort of like in the back of this group because God forbid I pull a fucking fifth voice out of my out of my hat. He's um, still hammered, just swaying around. Yeah, he's drunk as shit back there, whatever. Um, but Ursula's lost. He's having an awful time, just so, so drunk. Rainier Never Ember is the biggest Biffalo Bulls fan you've ever met. <laughs> and... He is doing great. Uh, but uh, Ursula Floxen points at him. Um, he is talking to Lady Yala Grothland and he says, um, hmm. this was not part of the plan. We were to take this person and then, then you have betrayed us. Yes. I have an idea. What if you oh. let the guy go? He seems nice and then kill that lady. She's kind of rude. We clearly don't know what you're talking about. So why don't you fill us in and then we'll see what we can do to help. Because we don't think it's cool when someone that you think is your friend is our bard will chime in, then turns around and does something shitty and betrays you. So why don't you tell us what happened and we'll see what we can do. Um, Give me a persuasion check, please. Oh, you think I can read after all before this. now before you roll that if one of your party members wants to chime in to give you advantage hey yo maybe... bard 
I I don't have any of my inspiration left, so I can't. You can still make it. You can still make a a compelling argument, and I could perhaps give Diana advantage. Really? Okay. I I just imagine this like in the middle of this flooded room, and we're like arguing for the sake of this guy's life, and then Arnold just like slowly moves his guitar over his shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So okay. Uh, So I could cast. I'm interested. I haven't done like a charm person in a while. Um, but, but instead of that, so I, I just want to look forward and just be like, honestly, we, like we're all uh, in this water together at this point. None of us really understand what's going on with the. I'm not. I, you know, I, I was like, <laughs> I don't. I, you know, I don't know what he's going through. He's just he's hanging on for dear life. Very strong grip. Appreciate it. Like appreciate it. That's crazy. Um, no way. I have that upper body strength. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but arnold's just like okay but will you just Garrett please... does deadlifts in his spare time <laughs> yes, that's all he's doing. <laughs> yes. it's it's he's lifting bags just hoping it's money one day you know um, <laughs> practicing bag. with bags of sand <laughs> i'm walking around with bags of sand over my shoulder i'm like tiptoeing as practice <laughs> i think you, you do like this full like montage eye of the tiger fantasy eye of the fantasy tiger like yes. just working out yeah anywho <laughs> But so Arnold looks forward and he's just like, you know, we're, we're all in this together at this point, but we just explained to us how that man who seems kind of nice, uh, tried to murder us. I see how his wife may be, you know, uh, murderable considering the fact that she's completely dismissing me and the fact that I'm probably owed a, an award of some I'm sort. I'm willing to murder her if that helps. Um, but you know, so, but, but what I'm saying is, will you, uh, you just kind of fill us in and, you know, maybe put the weapons down. Maybe we could talk about this a little uh all right diana roll uh persuasion with advantage so roll twice take the higher of the two yes. please we did it oh well that was shitty it's definitely not that one that's the night i'm having <laughs> oh. at least you get to roll again thank god because that was a fucking one no you can, you can i gotta drink better. more is the thing like whenever i drink i do better i'm clearly not drunk enough that's a great mindset. Oh, this was hella better. Hold on. Thank God for that advantage. That brings me to an 18. All right. All right. Who are you? Are you asking Lady Yalagral Hunt or Ursul Flocks? No, I'm asking or... whoever. Yeah, whoever was just talking and saying, like, you've been betrayed. Like, we've been betrayed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm right, right. saying, I don't know. The Russian what the fuck guy. Um, Ursul Flocks says in his very good Russian accent. <laughs> That he's definitely not been practicing ahead of time. He was born this way, and it's a little offensive that you would actually even bring that up. He oh, woke up like this. Sorry, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, um, as crazy as it may seem, I do believe you. I am thinking that you are victims, like I am, yes, of this lady's treachery and betrayal. Okay, so I will tell you what has happened. I am humble mercenary, a swordsman of trade who has been hired by this snake to do some humble tasks. Uh, one of these tasks, I, listen, you and I, are we are members of the same crowd. We are cut from the same cloth, except perhaps the cow. I'm not quite sure. Maybe what we, we have are in common. We're literally wearing her cloth. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. 
Arnold. Um, uh, How dare you be witty and clever, you bastard. I know, that's Garion's role. <laughs> Why don't you take that from him? I, I may be funny occasionally, but witty and clever rarely. That's true. That's why we have Jess. Uh, but he no, says, um, the lady Yala Grauhund paid me to kidnap uh, Rainier Neverember. The uh, the buffoon you have with you. Yes, the, him there, the one that is trying to shrink away from me and not make eye contact. What's up? Uh, <laughs> you didn't blow him a kiss. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> that's um, metal okay. as fuck can i ask um so like obviously while he's talking you know we're i'm getting a good look at this guy you know um would would i have recognized ever seeing him or maybe his shape before be more specific um uh, because like you know i'm just wondering if, if he was related to the people who are throwing like the explosive gems and all of that and like i did see a shadow on the roof i did see a couple of, you know questions give me, an, give me that... an insight check please arnold okay and you know what I'll give you fucking advantage too. That was that was a great call. Insight check. I got a 21. Oh shit. Okay, that's quite good. Um Arnold, you you recognize that this is a big guy, broad-shouldered, muscular. It's a um, Dorito of a man. He is a Dorito of a human being. He's covered in orange dust and he's delicious. <laughs> um but uh oh, what Dorito meat. I'm going to let it go. Continue. Amongst his other tortilla-based characteristics, uh, one thing that you notice um, is that the burns on his face uh, and hands and sort of just like generally all over, super, super fresh, uh, like last couple of days fresh. Um, and putting Ooh, those like two facts- fire near Troll Skull Manor fresh. You remember the dim silhouette of a black cloaked individual limping away from the fire at Troll Skull Manor after, I can't remember who it was, but somebody saw him going through the pockets of one of the dead people in the in the alleyway. Above table, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember a fire. My was this before my time? This was yeah, before was. Jess's time. Okay. Don't worry, don't worry, Diane. It was, it was a while ago. Um, there was an explosion outside Troll Skull on your opening night. Um, there were several dead mercenaries in the alleyway and a dead uh, rock gnome. This, this is where- Before he did Weekend at Bernie's? Before that's Bernie's. before we did Just Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Arnold found a necklace of fireball, sort of like gems with one missing. Um, and, and you actually names. saw, you saw the nimble right for the only the second time run towards the temple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's coming back. Thank you. So from that scene, Arnold, you recognize this, what that could be this or guy's could, shape. Oh. Yeah. But Fair it would enough. make sense with the burns on his person. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, but he continues to say, um, we were, uh, hired to kidnap Rainier Neverember. Um, the job got a little complicated. Yes, it got out of hand as things do. The the darker gangs of the city came and got involved and things became convoluted. But we were on our way to our goal when this lady, and he points at Yala Graland, uh, tried to kill us. Me and my men. And I tell you what, she killed a lot of my men successfully. So, well, please, sir, continue from the ceiling. Uh, Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Thank you so much for your concern. I, I appreciate it. Personally, uh, we have plenty of both opportuni opportunity and motive um, 
Not, it's not looking good for, for you, lady. Going to be real. Did she lady- tell, did, did you know why you needed to kid, kidnap Rainier and never remember? I am but humble fisherman who fishes in certain waters. Why I fish there, it is none of my concern. I am here to I am here to feed my family. Somebody says, "Hey, Ustur, fish in that river." I fish in that river. If I catch shark, I catch shark. If I catch guppy, <laughs> Gareth like Gareth like up from the scene, just like, yeah, they don't ask questions. It's like a whole part of the thing. They make a really <laughs> big deal about it. No, that, I mean I respect that. That's that's fine. I, I I respect that. I just you know figure I had to ask just to see. Lady Yala Gralhun pipes up and says, "Oh." Excuse me, this fiend is, is, I will not stand to be disgraced in my own household. I, this fiend is lying to you. I killed nobody. Well, why don't you tell us your side of the story then too? Honestly, she doesn't have to. I kind of don't care if he's lying. I like him a lot better. He yeah. just seems a lot more polite and mild mannered. He's more polite. So, so let's say, that, why don't you tell us your side with, and, and we'll strongly recommend that you tell the actual truth because we do like the other guy better and I'm feeling real murdery after the Biffalo Bulls game. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Um. The Biffalo Bulls actually it. won today, Bestie. At the, um, <laughs> Where to God. Uh, Somehow Mel kills the DM. How did yeah, this happen? Right? Shoots enough arrows <laughs> into the sky that one of them gets to me. Um, Mel kills God. In the Alex's temple. Diana, you... I'm so sorry. Mel, you see Lady Yala Gralhan's face shift a little bit. Um, it grows also a, a big Bills fan. <laughs> she loves the Biffalo Bulls. <laughs> She's wearing a Biffle Bulls jersey <laughs> under her under her ball gown. <laughs> anyway, um, her face softens and she says, <clears throat> "My my dear friends, uh, perhaps it would be better if we started again. I fear we have gotten off on a little bit of the wrong foot. It's been a stressful evening for all of us, wouldn't you say?" Um, I, I thank you for coming to my party. I'm so glad you could make it. Dear boy, uh, there, yes, with, with the, uh, I believe they call that a loot. Uh, I'm a man. Will... I'm a man. I know. My I am dear, a... my dear uh, <laughs> loot-laden companion, I trust me when I say that you will get your full share of the winnings and your name will be tooted It's officially won. Town. I'd like everyone to know this. You need to make sure that it's everyone in the Across town all does. the posters, I will hire criers mm-hmm. in all of the town square to say that you have won uh, Lady Yalagralhan's Battle of the Bards most successfully. Um, I do apologize for my tone, of course. I, 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 Again, as I say, stressful evening for all of us. Here is what happened. This fiend has taken occupants in my <laughs> residence. A, a humble tradesman in the city. Myself, my husband, we give to many charitable organizations. I'm not quite sure if you've heard of... Um, uh, fabulous toys and tobacco. We we generate most most uh, most of their charitable goods and and services come from us. Um, we are good people, and these these. Well, I suppose there's no other way to say it. These black network thugs have come and and lived in Racist, our in our okay. house. Mm. It's the name of their association. I didn't invent it. They're also called the Zentarim. But in the in the moment there, I forgot the name of it, and I'm sorry. I'm a human person with emotions, and I'm a little overwhelmed. Yeah, you mm, say I they feel... were like 
living in your house like they were really budging in on your privacy don't you have like 18 guest bedrooms yes and they take four of them dear boy there's three of them what do they need one for their bags can you please tell us why you wanted our friend rainier he's one of my best friends and i don't appreciate the fact you wanted (laughs) someone to murder him All right, my dear, my dear friends, I think it's time for us to all come a little honest now, isn't it? Uh, I on you, bitch. She's been coming honestly this whole time. I have been. Hey, well, no. Hey there. (laughs) I need that fucking truth thing that Arnold's got. Jesus, I got no patience. I feel feel like she checked off every box in the gaslight handbook. (laughs) Like she's just like okay, well I. That's what I'm saying. I am doing so much therapy right now, bestie. I don't guess like like, when I see it. I don't like you at all. I'm gonna sharpen my hooves. Yeah, I I was thinking about using Zone of Truth, but I feel like she's already obfuscated enough. Like she's going to continue to do it and just be like, I didn't murder anyone. No, she didn't. She's telling the truth about that. She takes she takes like Gareth path out of someone to murder somebody else. Are you responsible for anyone's death? Yeah. She says, now, my dear friends, I do think it's time for a wee spot of honesty between us as, oh, as bosom people. Uh, yes, I did hire uh, Erstel Floxen's services to kidnap one Rainier Neverember. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but the uh, weaving fellow behind you there is the son of the ex-open lord of Waterdeep, uh, who embezzled half a million gold dragons from the city. Uh, so... Oh, not quite sure why you're hanging out with him. He's bad people, but uh, I usually hold the children of criminals responsible for their parents' crimes. Is that like a thing? Yo, are you taking him hostage? No, hey, listen, no, you're gonna taking... hold Rainier for ransom. Ooh, that's pleasant to say, right? Um, she, for ransom. she says, No, no, hey, of course not. He escaped fair and square. Okay. I accept the cards as they're put in front of me. But I know that that he knows of a certain key to a certain vault with half a million gold dragons behind it. And I wanted the money. Yes, this is... if, If my crime is being passionate about gold, then so be it. So can I, um, I'm going to, I've never done this with minor illusion. So like, if, if this isn't okay, you let me know, but I know I'm a, I, like, I can make from a whisper to a scream sound and I can choose where it is. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so what I'm going to try, what I'd like to do is I'd like to whisper into Garion's ear way up there. You know what I mean? So no one else where, near us could hear what I'm saying to him. What, what do you want to say? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, well, first of all, I want to say, hey, sure. Like super impressed. That's awesome that you're up there. Um, but what are you wearing? But, but, yeah, what are you wearing? <laughs> no, but I want to be like, I'm hearing a quest. There's gold in this for us if we keep wearing your alive. Um, I, so I want to I want to tell him you're pretty high up there, but I have Featherfall. So anytime you want to come down, just like give me a sign and I'll cast it on you if you want, and I can slow your fall. Like no death involved. So. Okay, yeah, just like one of those. Very minimal death. Um, They're super, like, not subtly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He does that with the hand that's holding the dagger, though. (laughs) Fucking wily coyotes in the air. (laughs) She says, the stone of galore is the key to opening the vault with half a million gold dragons behind it. I had it in my grasp before this fiend, this rapscallion, this scourge, this affliction came 
with his thugs and his bandits and his brigands and ruined my party and and upset my house. And I attempted to give it to my nimble right for safekeeping. I had it fair and square. Yes, you saw it in my possession. It was mine. So an equal transference of goods and services. And I think we're all good here. Yes. Yes. Nimble right took it, oh, right? Yeah. Refresh so, my mm-hmm. memory. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. The number. Okay, thank you. Gareth is just, first of all, Gareth is just going to yell, Arnold, this is the sign. And then he like, <laughs> the knife out of the wall. So as he falls, I just like instinctively be like, Ring! and just like cast Featherfall onto it. So. All right, Gareth, you uh, you pull the knife out of the ceiling and you fall um, and the air thickens uh, in a in a marshmallowy textured pillow beneath you. Um, roll a deck he- save really quick. Does he land on the cow? Well, that's what he's that's what he's rolling right now. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, is that? Uh, am I rolling to avoid the cow? The cow's <laughs> forgotten why she's standing under you. She's just minding her own fucking business. I think you found something tasty, and you're just like, oh yeah. Yeah, she's just this? kind of sniffing, and she's All also right. looking at Josh P, who's like his head's just barely above water, being like, do you want to do you want to hit your ride? Like, I'm Josh P is safely above water. It's very oh, important okay. that we make jo- this. Clear. Josh P is actually safely on your back, riding you like. A I was gonna say, I, well, I was inviting him onto my back. I mean, like, do you want to? I just imagine like the cow grabs him by his by his little puppy scruff and like throws him back on awesome. there. Yeah, and, like, he's like, come here. And, like, Mel- no, okay. nobody rolls for that. It's delightful and I love it. Okay. All, All right. right, I rolled a five, by the way. All right, you are dumped um, unceremoniously in seawater. Right. Like, you don't take you, any. Though. You don't take any damage, yeah. and you get really close to the cow, and then you just like backflop into like seawater, and you're soaked all the way through. So yeah. I, I I get up. I kind of you know dust myself off, sputtering uh, and coughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, water um, tastes like shit. I I look at the the um, guy whose name I have no shot of remembering. Uh, the Bristol really well spoken Russian guy, Erstel uh, Fluxen. That's the one, I guess. I his dude, amazing as soon Russian as you accent. said it, I forgot it. That's crazy. Anyway, um, I look at him. I'm like, okay, I have an idea. What you are here for revenge, right? You want to take revenge on this lady because she betrayed you and killed your men. I want revenge, yes, and I also want the stone. Okay. Now. The stone is unfortunately no longer here, so we'll burn. We'll get. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. I guess. For now, what if? I don't. Th- I don't think that is the phrase. It's that was the phrase enough. in my town maybe, as well. Like that's maybe, what I knew. Is he not freshly burned? Maybe we don't use that phrase. <laughs> yes, I find this very offensive. Actually, the lady is right. Uh. Anyway, anyway, we'll we'll worry about the stone later. For now, I think. What if? Um. You you don't actually want Rainier Never Ember, right? The job is concluded. The contract is foregone. We have accepted payment for this for this plan. Yes. Okay. So what if we leave here with Rainier Never Ember uh, to go find out? Maybe there is half a million dragons somewhere. Maybe there isn't. Who knows? And then you do whatever you need to do here with no witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Now this is good plan. Yes, I do say this man. What is your name? I don't feel comfortable sharing that information. If I can ah, be quite come honest, now with we you. are we are friends, are we not? Yes, bosom companions. The bard says we're all friends. So that's true. That he turns to the bard and says, "What is your name?" <laughs> no, no, I he, don't does. Know, he doesn't. He doesn't. 
He didn't say it in his character voice, and it's he's talking to Gareth right now. <laughs> no, Arnold, don't tell her. Uh, <laughs> that would be Arnold's like truest test, though, wouldn't it? There's no chance he'd get out of this. There's okay, no, anyway, it just couldn't um, happen. Your newest best friend's name is Arnold Stevelson. First and last name. <laughs> give, give them a business card. First and last name, social security number. As a matter of fact, my, my first name is written on a painting in the other room, just right oh next God, door. Right. In fact, here's a, here's a copy of my fingerprint in case you ever need to unlock my phone. Anyway. No, he's, uh, Garrett, he's talking to Gareth. Gareth, Gareth would go like, oh, my, na- my name is Gareth. Now, Gareth, this is a good plan that you say, Gareth. I am a big fan of no witnesses. Um, I am afraid that the uh, sort of commotion we've got here in the uh, in the villa tonight will uh, uh, attract attention. Uh, so I am thinking uh, perhaps it would be best if you went your way and I went my way. Perhaps we could exchange contact information. I feel like we are of like mind. And we could perhaps exchange some goods and services between the between us. And uh, I will handle her. And then you can go about your business. That sounds great to me. I have a few uh, words of wisdom before we depart. One, uh, if anyone asks questions, there was a weird fabric in the whole of reality that tore open at the concert. Weird goobers ran around stabbing a lot of people. Lots of commotion. They probably came in here and stabbed that woman. Who knows? Just if anybody asks. Everybody's face pulls into confusion and they all have the same look of like, what the hell are you talking about? It's, it's a long story. It'll make sense when you step outside. Anyway... If I'm not going to leave you any contact. So Arnold, wait, so Arnold like steps in because he's all excited. He's like, they don't know this. They don't know what's going on. So he just like steps in. He's like, so there was a, this whole commotion. And he's just like playing music. And like <laughs> Garrett, Garrett just like cuts him off. He's like, if if you want to talk more, um, talk to the bartender at Troskol Manor. He, he knows how to find me. Okay. It is um, me. <laughs> it's just you with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> It could also be Floon, to be fair. Jess. I'm sorry, Tess. Uh, You are going to take three points of damage. No, no. As a uh, blue and green-black pincer rises up from this water that you're sort of snuffling around and snaps at your nose and draws a little blood. Gets Gets a little violent. Went right for the nose. What does Josh P do about that? I was about to say, I don't think Josh P would like that one bit. Josh P starts barking immediately. However, and Mel, obviously feel free to correct me if I'm making, I don't want to make assumptions about Josh P Z, um, but doesn't jump down because he doesn't like being wet. Yeah, that's fair. It's gross water. Um, so can Tess like stomp at the, the thingy? Sure. Yeah. Give me um a basic attack. You're going to roll a D20 uh, and you are going to add a one to it. I think that if Mel heard Josh P like sort of barking in an angry way, she would probably like instinctively almost like oh, put, 100%. Her hand, put her hand on Bo to like pull it out and turn to see what's going on over roll there. Roll the 21. Did you, uh, did you roll a nat 20? I rolled a, t- yeah, I added one to it. So it's okay. Yeah. It's a critical hit. 
uh, it means that whatever you've done, you've done like the best possible version. So in this specific instance, when you roll damage, you're going to roll two times the damage. So you're going to roll the same dice twice. And the dice you're going to roll because you are a cow is, I'm pretty sure, 1d6. So you're going to roll 2d6. I'm going to put d6 and then I put two in the thingy. Correct. Okay. Eight. Okay. Um, you, goddamn. Okay. Yeah. You stomp down into this water and you hear a sharp crack, almost like a baby carrot snapping in half. Um, and then you immediately hear a voice say, So pumped for whatever accent you pull on your right? ass right now. Um, say, oh gosh, now that hurt real bad, Missus. Please don't do that again. She does it again. Um, She's a mad about her nose. I'm gonna wait really quick. Gary, you're good. Yep. Sorry, I was replugging in my uh, headset. Okay. Um, and you, I, Jess, I think you sort of like instinctively pull your head out of this water as something snaps at you. Um, and you pull a mottled green and blue lobster out of the water. Um, it's diminutive. It's much smaller than a normal lobster. It almost looks like a crab. Um, this is sort of like the general size, but it's got big pincers like a lobster. However, it is talking to you in common in a very, uh, peculiar high high pitched voice um and it makes beady eye contact at you with its with its eye stalks um and so and you see like a, a portion of its tail is sort of like cracked and bent from your hoof um and how it says like oh how does josh pat feel about look this thing that just came out i'm gonna say very confused and bewildered backs all the way up to just to tessa's butt Okay, like as he's far not away growling as it, or yeah. anything. She sticks not her, her tail up to kind of like wrap around him and keep him safe from the lobster. She's like, key, oh. key, yeah. key thing to say right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you hear this lobster say, um, oh, now, I, that was awful mean of you. Well, you, you pinched my nose. You put your nose in my water. This is my water. <laughs> That's not true at all. Yeah, I should have done mine now. You seem to be of the bovine persuasion and I'm a water-bearing creature. Okay, um, can I ask him if he knows anything about the lobsters that were back in my homeland? Because mm. um, that's what's really freaking her out. How do you how do you phrase that, Tess? You don't necessarily have to go full character voice, but like, I'm okay. curious how you would ask that question. She'd be like, "Um, tired of your bullshit? Do you know anything about some giant murderous lobsters that might be in the Fey world saying whatever the fuck they were saying?" Oh, it sounds like you're talking about the chool. What's the chool? They're well, like me, but a lot bigger. They got nasty pincers and they're real dumb. Not like me. I'm a smart boy. What would they, why, why are they going around murdering people? What are they doing? Well, they're just following orders. You know, after orders. a certain time, the chool, the chool lose their brain stems. It sort of drains into their spinal cord. It's a whole Darwinian experience that I don't need to talk to you about. But, Ooh, uh, we have consciousness up until a certain time and then we get big and strong and then we lose that consciousness and just sort of turn into order followers. Oh, okay. That happens to me when I became an adult. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> right. Um, okay. But who orders from who? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? 
I just listen, lady. I was sitting under my rock enjoying some Vivaldi, and three and a half seconds later, I was here. There was a big <laughs> and some stuff happened, a lot of explosion in the water, and then I was gone. How is there goes. anything more you can tell me? I sure hope you don't kill me. I don't want to die. <laughs> Give me one compelling reason not to kill you. I'll help you find him. I just crush him in the head. I just kind of smush him. Do you really? <laughs> I just kind of bum down. I just kind of like wait, give him a wait, smush. Wait. Can Arnold just like put his hand out and just like stop this person? Be like, Tess, yeah. one second. Yeah. Tess is second. really triggered by shellfish. She's really, yeah. he's like. Yeah, your nose, is, your nose is already starting to balloon up like a hornet. Like Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's like it's allergic. Like op- she's so stressed out. Like the Does Arnold stop shellfish allergy. Rather than uh, shellfish killing her, she just kills any fucking crab or crustacean she lays her eyes on. Uh, Arnold, yeah, I think you're. Vegan, I think you're close. I think you're close enough that you can at least say something and like get it. Like, get oh, involved. We here. can. We can. We can sell this meat at the restaurant. I mean, <laughs> just like. <laughs> just, <laughs> No, don't kill him. We should sell his corpse for money. Yeah, we're a fantasy red lobster now. Um, Mel, lobster you goes great with beef. You hear a commotion from the hallway that you guys uh, walked in, um, and you hear some light splashing, and you see a, a a person that looks like they they work in the house. They've got sort of like a general um, manservant outfit on, um, and their eyes are huge, and they look like at the water and then at the, at the library that's ruined and at the figures. And then they go, uh, the city watcher downstairs. They want to talk to you, lady Gralhund. Um, and there's a pause and lady Gralhund looks at Erstel Floxen and Erstel Floxen looks at Arond, who's the guy that's the mediocre white man. He's unimportant. Um, and then uh, Lady Yala Gralhan says, now, the city watcher expecting someone to go and talk to them. And if you kill me, you will spend the rest of your nights in prison. So here's my, here's, if I may, here's my take on this sort of situation that we've got here. You all let me go. And my bodyguard. And then, you know, your husband. Your husband's fucked though. Oh, yes. Uh oh. Um, hmm. I would also like my husband to go. Yes. Would you like like the name of a good marital counselor or like clearly there's Oh darling, we've been in couples therapy here. since ninety-three. Don't worry. Um, so, um can- <laughs> he's worried. The, the year ninety-three, not like nineteen ninety-three. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold, hit me with it. No, it's okay. I was I was gonna do something that I think it's it's too much for the for what's happening right now. That's okay. okay. Um let me just run away. That's she, what was, said, oh she says, um I am going to go answer the city watch because my house is a shambles and I don't want any embarrassment on the streets. I don't want my name besmirched by this rapscallion or or yourselves. Um so I'm going to leave. And Hopefully, when I come back, my husband is still alive. However, not a necessity, I will say. Um, wow. If you would like to further discuss the Stone of Galore and perhaps retrieving it 
for me. I would be interested in in perhaps throwing you a little coin. You could enter my employ, and 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 I would be uh, happy to 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 pay you for this. Guys, be honest. Can anybody think of even one reason to not kill her that no. isn't because it might screw up Alex's plotline? Not a single reason. Not a single reason. It's, it's not right. looking good. She is awful. So, wait, wait. Um, so, Arnold immediately casts Disguise Self and looks just like Lady Garland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> clever, clever. And he's just like, oh, I'm a terrible person. I'm going to go talk to a police officer while people murder you. What? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> now, excuse me, dear boy, but identity theft is not a, it's not a laughing matter. Identity theft is a crime. I take out my it's pipe from the just, office. Like, guys, blow, it's, it's the office. It's the joke from the office, guys. I, 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 blow so in, I blow into the pipe that steals people's voices, and I just completely take her voice. I'm sick of her. I don't want to hear her speak ever again if i can help it um is is arnold also a buffalo bulls fan i thought i was gonna be real murdery tonight but gareth also will like actively step in front of her to like block her path all right i think she 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 utters it uh, god damn it arnold i'm sorry i know i was no it's good no it's really good okay okay I think she continues speaking. I don't think she stopped. You like you pull out these pipes, and I don't think she even clocks it because to her, you're just not that important. Um, so you blow on these pipes, and her voice is like, like stops like it's cut with scissors. Um, but she continues speaking for at least like two or three more sentences <laughs> that you don't hear. She just like, but like no words come out, no voice, no, no breath, no nothing um, until she finally realizes by your reaction that she isn't speaking anymore. Um, and her face grows red as she tries to yell and you see this flush build from her collar. She gets like more and more and more upset. <laughs> but Arnold, you feel that very fine bone vibration in your pipes as you feel something alive rattling in the metal beneath your fingertips. I'm into it. I mean, I'm not not into it. Okay, least. Ursula. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I would like to talk to the mediocre white man. Yes. Okay. Said <laughs> no one ever. <laughs> right? Fuck. Got way too many of those in my life. Um. Yeah, three of them are in the Zoom. No, I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> All right. It was implied. I'm. I want to turn to him and say, um, clearly your wife here now that she's finally shut the fuck up does not care if you live or die so is there anything else that you want to tell us that you think might help and also i mean do you want to leave with us like shit she's trying to kill you there's a more eloquent way to say that but i'm still guy. like a little bit drunk i'm not gonna lie um he says in his phony baloney character voice um no oh, please don't kill me i i do i do want to live um this uh, knife is very tight um i can tell you about my my lovely wife's business dealings but i would like to live um also why can't she speak that seems weird nobody's really talking don't, about that don't worry about that how about you tell us about business dealings and I'm sure our lovely new friend here who would also like to know about her business dealings would be happy to let you go. 
Uh, and I kind of look at our Russian friend, fantasy Russian friend. Um, <laughs> Erstel's face darkens uh, and gets a little get he gets a little defensive, pretty obviously, uh, but he doesn't say anything. Um, Arond Grauhan says, "Oh, now I I I don't really know. I mean, I all I do I am just I hey I do what my wife tells me. I'm a good husband. Uh, do what my wife tells me. Uh, and uh, all I know is she told me to buy a bunch of property on the at the on the dock ward." Right, the the way that you become famous or not famous, wealthy in this town, and you gain status up to the closed council is you have more property. <clears throat> so I've been buying it along the dock ward, and that's where she told me to do it. For the first time, um, Diana and actually everybody, you hear uh, Rainier Never Ember pipe up behind you, um, slurring his words. He's uh, not doing so hot, but he says. Um, the uh, dark ward, you say? This is curious to me. This is this is Zenithar Guild territory. These are gang buildings. There is no reason this man should be buying these buildings. Not an established nobleman like himself. There is no way he would get the even get his hands on the deeds. I tell you, my friends, this stinks to high heaven. Oh, I agree. Yeah. The property. Uh, this is Tess. Tess is Tess is forgotten that she's pretending that she's just a cow. She's really mad about her nose. Well, hey, we've um, established that Tess is a cow can speak common. So if you want to get in here, Tess, oh, yeah, get yeah, in yeah. here. Yeah. Get well, yeah. Here. Tess was pretending that she was just a cow to kind of stay out of it. Oh. Okay. Well, it sounds like those properties might have something to do with the money that's buried. No. If he's if he's buying up properties in weird weird places. I. Okay, so Tess, you would not, or Jess, I'm sorry, you wouldn't know this. This is before your time. Um, mm. A lot of like the story that is being built thus far is uh, based on a gang war between two factions, the Xanathar Guild on one side and the Zentarim or the Black Network on the other side. Okay. Um, something happened between these two groups that has caused tension. Um, this, the one group sort of like kidnapped Rainier Never Ember. And then there was a, there was a kerfuffle and he exchanged hands a couple of times. Um, so the fact that this very prominent noble woman acting through the mediocre white man, uh, is buying these essentially gang district buildings, um, sort of, sort of hints along those storylines. Which okay. you 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 put together very smartly, but you wouldn't necessarily have that context. Ah, okay. I think she uh, would have if she watched our episodes. No, <laughs> bro, don't pretend that you've watched our episodes. Like, come on, I watched um, our episodes. Um, yeah. Um, I would like to say to the mediocre white man, um, you said. You would tell us her dealing, I mean, buying property, that's interesting, but, but we're going to need a little bit more. Cause I'm going to let, I'm going to let my friend here decide if what you've told us is enough for him to not kill you. And I got to tell you right now, what you just told us, I don't think that's enough. And I kind of look at our new Russian friend again. Mm, okay. Aligning yourself with Aristotle Floxen. That's a good play. That's a good play. Um, well, I saw he was a little cranky that that I was like, maybe I'll let you live. So, so I'm gonna get him back on our side and be like, it's up to you. Nice, but like, you yeah, know. yeah. Um, Erstel flocks in, definitely like brightens at the idea of some casual murder. 
Big fan. As, as long um, as it's not him. Me too. Uh, Arond Gralhund sputters. I, 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 I tell you, I, I don't, I don't want to die. Uh, I, I just, I'm just doing, I'm just following orders. Yes, I, I'm just a good husband doing what my wife tells me. Uh, but um, uh, perhaps it's um, the um. Maybe, maybe the stone of galore is quite what my wife thinks it is. Bang! Good enough for us. All right, <laughs> um, let's get out of here. That is not what you. You're not going to leave us on that. The fuck is wrong with you? Get what do you mean? It's not quite well, what. To she be fair, it. there are like cops downstairs, and uh, I mean, lady. At this point, I, now, I guess. At this point, I think y'all, Lady Yala Grahlhund has has walked out of the room. Nah, Unless Arnold, actively, the like, real one or the face? Face? All right. Yeah. So she is. She is sputtering trying to catch her voice um and is going to try and like make a break towards the exit can i uh can i run after her from doing that yeah you everybody can for sure sweet was that like a, a dex roll or i mean you're well, just gonna you both can like you're close enough all as a group that you can close the distance between you and her sort of in a in a move how did um, she get away from erstal yeah. she just like she or Ursula never had her. Oh, yeah, he wasn't like close to her. has the husband. Oh, that's so she, okay. Well, Ursula the has the husband. Had... Okay, the guard, uh, uh Lady Elagralhan has the half orc bodyguard, which has sort of kept her from being being taken by any of these okay. bad men. Okay, but she and the bodyguard are gonna are gonna try and exit the room. Um, Tess, <clears throat> what's the play? Um, I want to do like a little cow kicky thing, and I just like eat lobster crab. Towards the orcs, the orcs face. Huh. So I'm taking out. I'm taking out the orc. Okay. Wait. I, I have. I have an idea. Okay. What's your idea? While while the orc is like discombobulated from the lobster and his <laughs> face, Arnold, you should run in next to Lady Grauhan and like spin <laughs> next to each other. Yeah, whole ask us anything. So that when the orc gets yeah. the lobster off, he doesn't know which is the right Lady Grauhan. All right. <clears throat> Let's do this. Uh, Tess, roll a d20 and add two to it. That's going to be your deck score. We're going to see how how well you huck this lobster at this unsuspecting bodyguard who's literally just doing his job. 16. All right, you don't hit his face. I think you hit, I think you, I think it lands on his torso and instinctively sort of like crap, like like claws up. Yeah. And and, uh, you hear a, a frantic voice Say one second, hang on. I gotta, I gotta close the door. Can we use this opportunity to take a pee break? Yeah, let's do that. That's fine. Great, I gotta <sighs> piss real bad. Me too. What's going on, everybody? Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Critically Stupid. Uh, I am so glad you're here. My name is Alexander James. I am your friendly neighborhood uh, dungeon master and plant enthusiast. Uh, I call myself a plant witch on Twitter. You can see them all up here behind me. I'm very bad at this mirroring thing. I, they're, they're behind me. You see them. I love plants. Um, Give me just a couple of seconds. I'll have you right back to the episode. Uh, for legal reasons, we are playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons & Dragons licensed module written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. Um, 
if you or any of your friends would like to get into Dungeons and Dragons, now that D now that Wizards of the Coast has finally recanted their horrible, horrible take on the open gaming license, I suggest you go to dnd.wizards.com, check out all of the cool materials that they have there for you and your gang to use and produce content for for free. Uh, they've got cool stuff. Like they've got a D&D branded bicycle with eight wheels and like people wrote in and said hey wizards we only need two wheels for a bicycle and they're like aha but the octocycle is going to take us into the future and we were all like I, all right i guess uh but so go to dnd.wizards.com check out the octocycle it's revolutionary apparently um if you would like to end up as a character on our show, you can tweet us at CritStupid. Tell us what you thought of the most recent episode. Tell us if you think you're enjoying our uh, brand new theme song or our new formats that's closer to the hour and a half, two hour mark. Uh, or tell Alex, me personally, you can tell me that I have bad hair. And I'm going to say, well, okay, you're more than welcome to have your opinion, but it's hurtful. <laughs> uh, but you can end up as a character on our show like uh, the character you're about to meet uh jess apostrophe uh jess apostrophe obviously uh based on the her real life counterpart uh jess at soft apocalypses s-o-f-t-a-p-o-c-o-l-y-p-s-e-s if you ask me to spell apocalypses again i promise you i will not be able to do it um Jess is one of our newer fans, has been doing a great job tweeting about the show and, and uh, retweeting all of our tweets. So Jess, thank you so much for your support. I hope you uh, enjoy your <laughs> the interesting choices that I made with your character, and let's leave it at that. Uh, I'm sure you'll be back because you were a smash hit. Um, we are doing a big push trying to get to that magical number of 1,000 subscribers on YouTube so that we can monetize the show, so that we can get access to better recording software, better mics, better uh, cameras. So uh, if you haven't yet, I would super appreciate it if you could subscribe, if you could tell a friend to subscribe, and if you have a friend that you think maybe would like our particular brand of idiot comedy, if you could suggest that they listen to the show, I would super appreciate it. Uh, and I think that's all I got. I'm going to let you get back to it. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. Uh, and you take it squeezy out there. All right. I love you. Looking for some classic Lord of the Rings-esque fantasy adventures? No? Good. Because if you're looking for a wacky ride full of exploding trains, magic hand cannons, face shenanigans, drunk birds, and excessive love of war gongs, come on down to roll around and find out. We're a bunch of writers, comics folk, and weapon buffs. Come together for some good old D&D fun. Check us out Tuesdays on Twitch. This hurled uh, 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 crustacean lands on this half-orc, sort of like splattering wetly across his chest, um, and like clamps automatically and says, oh gosh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Um, but the half orc is no, like says. kerfuffled enough, Arnold. If you want to get in and, and try something in this with Lady Yalagralhan, <sighs> okay. Um, spin her around a bunch we, of times, and then we like... might as well. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. So, so from my perspective, I'd kind of have to run kind of past this lobster orc situation to get to Lady Gralhan, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. As I do that, I want to kind of like put my hand on him and cast Charm Person on the guard. All right. Uh, I save um, out of that, right? Uh, yes, it's a wisdom thirteen. I rolled a fucking not that bad. Yes. Okay. So uh, you he you see him relax, and the sort of like the two hands that had previously like you know he'd been holding his sword sort of like yeah. upright and staunch and very imposing, um, but he sort of like relaxes and sort of like slides it onto his shoulder, sort of Babe Ruth style. 
Awesome. So as that happens, um, I kind of like spin around with Lady Gralhund and kind of like stand next to her and be like, "What are you doing?" Like when you the young mix, man uh, when you mix up different cups yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she can't say shit. Yeah, she. <laughs> oh yeah, remember? Ar- That's true. I forgot about that shit. I think she. Uh, she immediately exclaims. You see her sort of like straighten her shoulders and go like this. Uh, but when she opens her mouth, nothing but air comes out. Okay. Um. So since like I was so close to her, I'm gonna hope that no one else heard that, and I'm just gonna go like this as well. All right. Okay. So you're both. So you're both mute, angry, and miming. Yes. Can we tell which one is the real? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Do they I... smell different? Oh. My also, nose is swollen shut, girl. Yeah, but oh, Josh, that's true. But Josh Pat would know, Woo-hoo, and I yeah. think Josh that Pat Josh might, Pat uh, might like <clears throat> jump off of the cow's back and like fighter in 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 the, like the, in, like he hates being wet, so he's gonna be cranky about that. Yeah, does he right? Does he bite the right one? I think he would, I, because they would smell different. It's like people smell different. I mean, he's a dog, and, and yeah, dogs no, can tell sense. when people. So. Oh, so- I know they're trying to figure out like which one is which. Can I, since I have charm person on this orc who is now technically my my bodyguard, right? Um, can I be like, <clears throat> get him, get him now and cover his mouth. I believe he's magic of some sort. He put a spell on me. I don't let him do it again. And then Josh talking, you're pointing to the- and I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling the guard. My 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 hope is that the guard will think will think that the actual Lady Growlhund is Arnold pretending to be Lady Growlhund and will cover her mouth. I get it. Effectively, like canceling out the fact that she can't speak, so he won't even know that she can't speak, and will okay. think that the spell is over because no one really knows how the spell works except for me and you know the the gang basically. So I think the the half orc looks at you. And his face pulls into confusion. And he says, you, 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 want, you want me to cover her mouth? I want you to cover his mouth. I'm just saying, I'm just Lady Growl. Oh, you're voice. right. The, the wizard, who's, who's not a wizard, but looks like you. 100%. Cover yes. his mouth. Do it immediately, please. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you got it. Because uh, I'm still I'm still Arnold. I can't like I will I'll do well, my best know. to be Lady Ralhan, but I have to be somewhat nice. Like it's um okay. I think he uh drops his greatsword and hustles over to the real Lady Yala Gralhund um and claps a massive hand over her mouth, which covers like guys, it covers her like half her face. Like his hand is huge. Is there um, still a lobster on him? And you hear a small voice come from sort of between the Gralhund orc uh, commotion, be like, oh gosh, please get me out of here. It smells so bad. <laughs> You're clamped on, dude. Just unclamped. Uh, that's what the lobster voice reminds me of. It reminds me of the Jiminy Cricket voice from the new P- Puss in Boots movie. Piss and uh, Boots is a way better title, though. Piss and Boots, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now I'm just now I'm just picturing the lobster on the orc chest, just like commentating as to what's going on. Oh man! Um, so. But you successfully get this lady's uh, mouth sealed up. Um, <clears throat> I think I think at this point the the maid in the hallway's eyes are sort of like fucking huge, and and this person is like looking at you all like, what the fuck just happened? So. 
can can I can I tell the maid um what's Lady Grell? Oh, so I I basically so as Lady Grellhan say to the maid um please go tell the directors that I'll be out in a second to uh, you know address them. I have some business here. I'm a very important person as they know. You know, just kind of like dismiss her like hoping to get the maid out of here <laughs> like saying like Give me um give me a perception check, Arnold. Let me let me see how imperious you can be on a dime. You said please. You already don't sound like her. I, well, I, you know, you can't really get rid of Arnold. I have to be nice about it. Yeah. yeah. You said perception, right? Yeah. Uh, persuasion. Or persuasion. I'm sorry. Persuasion. Oh my God. I killed this so bad, guys. 25. Oof. Jesus. Yeah. All right. This, she immediately, without question, says like, yeah, you got it. Turns around and leaves. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So I kind of like turn around and I'm just like. Um, I cast minor illusion like to uh, Gary in, in his ear, like I tried before, and I'm kind of like, "It's me! It's me! It's me! I'm the one! It's me! It's me! I'm the I problem! It's me! It's me!" <laughs> I, I I can't help but picture like from the perspective of this maid, Lady Grouton is like, "I'm very important." <laughs> Meanwhile, her room is flooded. Her guard <laughs> is ba- gagging someone who looks identical. Her husband has a knife to her throat. Can't There's you see a wolf and a cow. There's a cow and a wolf There's and a, a lobster. That's a hell of a party. Um, <laughs> since we bought ourselves a little more time, I I would like the mediocre white man to answer the original question that Gareth so rudely interrupted, <clears throat> which is gonna need you to elaborate on what you mean by your not so loving wife. Not knowing what the Stone of Galore really is. What, what's that about? And there's a knife against your throat, so it's probably in your best interest to just tell us what you know. Because I'm leaving it up to, to this guy if, if what you tell us is interesting enough. You hear worth uh, enough. You hear splashing as Erstel flocks and closes the different the distance between him and Arond Grauhund. Um, and he says, uh, Yes, I am also very curious about this. Um, stone that is not a stone perhaps uh albert if you could yes please and you hear the um around go to like <laughs> as the knife to his throat sort of like closes and you see a little teardrop of carmine build at the tip of the blade um and around goes ah, okay ah, hey i'm sorry i'm just uh, i i'm I'm an amateur scholar on in my free time and I listen I read a lot of books and I've got a lot of magical artifacts in my study and one of them I one of the, the the books not the artifacts I'm sorry I'm a little I'm a little confused I'm a little uh, bewildered uh, um I I don't think the stone is a stone oh, I think it's that- a I, I, I I I I think it's I think it's I think it's a, I think it's like like a like a creature or like I think it's alive Gareth scoffs <laughs> this guy reads books Thinks he's better than us. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any like proof. It was just sort of something that like I was thinking about as as Yala was doing all of her cool stuff with the spies and the Black Network and the and the deal she cut with Xanathar and like I'm I'm so sorry. I don't want to die. Ooh, deal she what? cut with Xanathar. Isn't our little Russian friend part of the Zentarim? You're probably real interested in whatever deal she's cutting with your rival gang, I would think. I know I'm interested. Yes, I am going to need you to speak very carefully here, mister. Now listen to me. Hey, friend, look at me. My name is Erstel Flux, and I am your uh, I am your amigo, as I've heard you say before. I am your friend. I've lived in your house, shared your food. 
We are good buddies. What deal has your wife cut with the Xanathar Guild? You're waiting for a response, but it's you. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's looking I, for the he's looking for the voice. He's, he's I'm, no, uh, I'm trying to like I like, literally said I don't want to talk to myself in this fucking episode. But I just, okay, uh, here's the, okay, I'm here's clearly the thing, still Alex. listening and, and talking. Yeah. But like, we're, like, we're we're chipping in, but you addressed another NPC and asked him a direct <laughs> question. I get, you it, like, I get it. Yeah. Uh, um. I think Arond Growlhund. I think Arond Growlhund says, "Y'all, y'all promised to deliver the stone to to the Xanathar Guildmaster in exchange for a seat on the on the Close Council." Not any of that means. Oh, it means she actually wants the money. How is the Xanathar Guild or gang leader? capable of providing her a seat on the council that's my question uh, i don't know those are closed meetings between my wife and the xanathar guildmaster i'm not a part of i just do what she says i just buy where she says to buy and i read my books and i have a cool study and i'm just please don't kill me damn bro. i told you everything i know <laughs> damn bro what? your wife is having private meetings with the xanathar gang member <laughs> that's not your wife no more dog She's cheating on you. <laughs> Damn. Why can't so, she just be a woman who's interested in power? <laughs> because I don't like her. <laughs> so what is the stone then that her little nimble righty friend just took off with? If if you if you're telling us that the stone is maybe not a stone, what what was that? I I don't know. I'll tell you what, it scared the piss out of me though. Okay, can you can you tell us what evidence you have that it's a living creature? Like, what made you think that? Like, obviously, you didn't just come up with that magically, right? Like, what what makes you think that it's some sort of creature? Um, is Yala Grauhund asking him this question? Apparently, no. I I am. I think I'm assuming everyone in the room. I'm okay with but are no, you, the guard. Look, the guard knows. So I'm going to say yes. Grauhund. I'm like. Yes, so I have to. But it's a bit like it's something that Yala would probably want to fucking know if her husband's like. Yeah, so I'm like, are you saying it's not a key, husband? Are you supposed to tell me everything? How dare you do this? She thinks for me. Hey, shut up, you. We still might kill you later. (laughs) We're not sure which is which. (laughs) Um, Just kill both. (laughs) We just kill you. (laughs) May as well. Who needs him? Y'all, please don't be mad at me. I've read it in a book, and, I, and I've tried to talk to you about books before, but I know you don't like them because you think the words, you, as you have said, words on a page are dumb. And I get it. She can't read either. Can't read. Oh, my God, me neither. judged her too harshly. <laughs> but listen, if you come into my study, it'll all make sense. Okay. So, or you can just be quiet and nobody see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I was so thinking, I, thank you. Did, okay, so, did Tess smell the stone? Tess like, was, did she catch a whiff no. of what? She was in the room when it was flying through the air. Elvis. Oh, before I think though. I think there's a lot of really strong Tess smells in this room. Um, in this immediate moment, I think you smell the seawater more than anything else because of like the immediate memories. But that before it's- the seawater, or did she just smell bees? I think you just smell bees. I mean, like it's a it's bees. a bit it's a pretty deep pull to be like. Do I know where this where this rock is? Like, it's 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 like, it's
<laughs> it was an echo of my voice, I think, in Jess's speakers. That's interesting. Um, okay, so I like as like, trying to keep with Lady Gralhund uh, tone as much as I can. I'm just like, take us there immediately. Let's just get this over with. I have people to speak with in the other room. This is this is ridiculous. This is absurd. So I say okay. you. With, I, I was like, you, you're welcome to kill my husband after this information. <laughs> you know. Uh, I think <clears throat> Arand Gralhund leads you out of the library, walking carefully with his hands up as there is a knife to his throat. Down a short hallway uh, to a a sturdy looking door that he produces a key from his pocket for, uh, and he unlocks and slides open. Um, and you are all looking at a very curious scene. You were looking at a very lush mahogany bound study uh with floor to ceiling bookshelves in a state of complete disarray um, water pour the, in when we open the door aha uh -huh, no the floor is completely dry however uh the Dude. books have been torn off the shelves and sheared in half there are bits of paper fluttering from the shattered window almost in like a sort of blizzard um there are cases and and places on the bookshelves not reserved for books but for uh, pieces of like magical artifacts in one you see like a rotating dodecahedron uh, in another you say you see an illuminated lantern sort of like flickering with an eerie blue green glow uh, but some of them have been shattered and broken into uh, and others still have been neatly opened and picked uh, clean and in the corner you see a fluttering small cowl like it was shaped for a child-sized person. However, you hear Arand Gralhan gasp in surprise as you see... So a few episodes ago, when you guys were lining up to, to the Battle of the Bards, uh, you were standing uh, in front of a group of cowboys in assless chaps. Yes, we were. We were? Yes, we, we were. remember this. Yeah. The cowboys and assless chaps were standing in front of a high school drumline. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. The high school drumline was standing in front of the cowboys with the assless chaps because they're minors. And this is very important. Gareth pointed this out in the moment. Um, you I do see, remember that, actually. You see a drummer from the high school drumline very carefully inserting her drumsticks into a ticking, what almost looks to be like an arcane trap. And she sets one drumstick on a final tumbler and with a with a muted whir this ticking trap stops ticking and she lifts up the case uh inside is is some sort of like gold bound whirling sort of like compass-esque situation uh but she looks up just as you guys open the door and she goes oh well this is awkward um I'm going to go. How about you tell us what you were doing before you go? Why don't you give in, me that shiny thing? She reaches in and picks up the shiny thing and puts it in a pocket of her, uh -oh. of her liveried coat. You're going to. Gareth is like hurriedly advancing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gareth. So you're going to push past the fake Lady Yalagralhan, the real Lady Yalagralhan and Oran to get into this room. Yeah. Okay. Um, Arnold, you are you gonna let him pass? Are you gonna, yeah, you gonna yeah, let go Gareth take the room? Okay, so uh, Gareth, it's just you and this thief, uh, and she looks at you. You are looking at a woman with um, 
a riot of purple hair. It's almost like neon purple flames sort of like roiling back from her uh, hair, hair, roiling back from her head. Um, She's got like a drummer's hat on and like the whole uniform, like she looks like she was supposed to be at the Battle of the Bards. Um, And she whirls one drumstick between her fingers and she looks at you and she raises an eyebrows and says, well, what can I do for you? So what's in that box looks awful shiny there. (laughs) Sure it is. My fence is going to love it. It's going to make me a pretty penny. I'm sure. I'm sure. Just to, you know, fill out my encyclopedia here. What is that? Nothing you need to worry about. It rapidly is becoming so. Tell you what. You could tell all your friends that you saw the Black Viper's face instead of just an empty window. Pretty cool for you, huh? I'll tell you that we've seen it. They've seen it. The cops downstairs are about to see it. And believe it or not, you're kind of cornered. And also, you have a corny-ass nickname. Were you going to leave a calling card when you left too? Be honest. Uh, Her hand pauses frozen between her pocket and the empty <laughs> air. And she says, no, <laughs> no, certifiably. No, no calling card, just the empty air. And she turns and, and, uh, Gareth, you see that. So, so there, uh, this study has like a wall of like windows sort of like looking out onto the mani- manicured courtyard of this mansion, but is like obviously outside of the windows is a scene of chaos. Um, however, mm-hmm. one of the windows is open clearly where this thief has like gained access. Ah. Um, and she goes to sort of like, I think nimbly there's a, there's a, there's a rope dangling on the outside of the, of the window. And she goes and, and rushes to sort of like grab it. Ah. <laughs> but she how'd she do I thought she did really good <laughs> I think she misses the rope and just throws herself yes. out the window <laughs> you'll never you take hear, me alive coppers <laughs> you hear a you hear a like a like a rustling and then like there's like a thump and like a deep set like Ugh. <laughs> the Viper is my new favorite character in this campaign. <laughs> uh, Gareth, you make it. You make it to the window just in time to see like a shadowy figure pick themselves up from the bushes outside this mansion, slipping away. And yeah, she limps. She limps into the open air and turns back to you, and you see the drummer's hat like perched onto her face. Um, and she uh she holds up the the glittery shiny thing and says, um, hey, okay, go on. No, no, go ahead, Arnold. I was gonna. While this is happening, can I look at my husband, my husband, and just be like, "Was that was that an important thing that we needed?" Uh oh, God, no. That was. I mean, yes, it was incredibly important to me. I told you all about it, y'all. That's that's the 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 timekeeper's Tickerton. Holy it's, shit! It's whole. Time. It's it's priceless. For it was it was the last artifact of an ancient civilization. Okay. You know, I never listened to you. Does it do anything? Well, it ticks quite crazily. You know, every 54th tick is just a little bit out of sync. But does it Broken. do anything? Is it magic? It's very valuable. 
That's what? not what, not I, what asked. I asked. You got a knife against your throat. No, it doesn't do anything. It's just cool. <laughs> yes. That's okay. all. Holy shit. That's got to be the, the, the episode title. It doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't do anything. It's just, <laughs> just cool. cool. I so, mean, like, that's my brand, honestly. I don't really do anything. I just try I mean, to exude I cool. I mean, you're cool. Oh, see, I'm successful. You don't have to do anything. Uh, Really quick, uh, the the last words you hear, uh, Gareth, sort of like hurled up at this window. um, You see this this, uh, woman's face like grow in a big grin. And she says, she says, uh, I'll tell you what, kid, because you got pretty close. Jessica apostrophe doesn't lose to no one. And I'll see you around the bend. Hey, listen to me. Hey. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Oh my god! Just it's like she, she takes a calling card out of her back pocket, throws it out. Yeah, she now she takes the calling card out of her pocket and throws it onto the grass, and you see her run, like no fancy tricks, no like plume of smoke. She just runs out of the courtyard. <laughs> she she has like a slight limp. Yeah. <laughs> Gareth, um, just, Gareth just turns around, motion out the window. I hate her. So. Uh, Arand oh, Gralhund um, looks at his desecrated studio, his his face agog, um, and says, oh, my studio, they took all of my cool stuff. Y'all, do you see this? Y'all, you care, right? Of course I care, darling, but we have business at hand. We will take care of all this. We are very wealthy. Do you not remember this? I, I will replace everything of worth and value. Let's just talk about what you came to show us. Remember, you called us all here. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's it was in... Oh, gosh. Um, in he, he points to one of the bookcases um, that has been rifled through. Uh, and when I say rifled through, I mean like every book out of this bookcase has been torn off the shelves and ripped open and then like further ripped in half and pages have been like thrown all across the place. You guys are walking on like shredded books and torn papers with like tiny uh, child-sized, child-sized boot prints on them. And he points to a case that's set in a very ornate gold frame on the bookshelf that's been uh, very clumsily shattered into and emptied. And he says, oh, it was that. Well, what was that? I read a, I read a book that said that there was a creature. A, a, it, I, don't, I don't know what it's called, but it could hop from world to world. And it was horrible it was a real bad guy and i think it got turned into this stone i don't know how it listen the research is there but these books are all over the place it's gonna take me forever to teach you but like i think that's the stone of galore i don't think galore is who the stone belonged to i think it's who's in the stone that's God, it took way too long for him to fucking tell us that. Jesus. There's a knife yeah. to my throat, lady. You be cohesive. That would, life's you on the think line. Would, would inspire you to tell us a little bit faster. I'm rich and in the 1% and I can talk as much as I want. <laughs> you know what? As much as uh, all of these words are being spoken, it kind of sounds like that's a magic teleporty stone and I want it. I want to have it. It sounds I'm like... like- yeah, I mean, I kind of want it because something can get me home, despite the fact that I lost my keys. 
Oh, yeah. Thing. Ah. Home, y'all. So can I? So can I, as her, you know, um, or as his wife, you know, can I? Can, can I ask? Um, so, in, so in your reading, what you know, what uh, worlds can this thing travel to, and how can we follow this nimble right that might have taken it? Like, is there a way that you know of? Oh, y'all, are you y'all? Yes. I want these ruffians, these idiots, these imbeciles. And I start, I do that. Arnold, I'm going to need a pretty sizable persuasion check okay. from you. I can do this. Don't be a one. Oh my God, dude. I got a 20. Yes! <laughs> a nat 20? A nat 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the, the bubble of consternation across his face yeah. uh, eases just a little bit. And um, he says, oh God, okay. For a second there, I thought, it doesn't matter. I thought you were a horrible perpetrator of a heinous crime of impersonating my wife, but clearly it's you. Because yes. nobody's <laughs> mean to me just the way you are. Um, Y'all, you, you made a map of where the nimble right was going to go. We talked about this the other night when we were in bed after the, after the good times. After you know, this, uh... so, yeah. So I, I kind of like blush a little, and I'm just like, you know how much I have on my mind. I, I, I you know, where if I put the map, I placed it. I, I have so much going on. I'm trying to talk to this young ruffian over here about his award, and you know, and all these other things. I want to know where that is and where the map is. <laughs> uh, it's been a chaotic night. I barely even remember how we got here. Uh, he says, um, well, you, you gave it to me for safekeeping. I, I think it's here. And he uh, uses the same key that he opened the door with uh, on a secret compartment in his desk. You see the, you or I'm sorry, you hear the deep set rattling of like hidden uh, machinery in this desk as a secret drawer slides open and he pulls uh, a sheaf of parchment out that's been folded over many times. Uh, and he says, oh, it's, it's here. I, I. I don't know if I should give it to you, but this is where you said you were going to have the nimble right go if he if he got the stone. So I guess here you go. So yeah, I take it immediately, and I'm just like, <sighs> I, I'm going to like snatch it from her, ha <laughs> her hands because realistically, Gareth would not want Lady Ron yes. to have that. I'm like, nah, nah, give me that. I'm not having you have that. This information for our eyes only, unfortunately. So how close is Gareth to me? I imagine if he's snatching something to me, he's very close, right? Yeah, I mean, like this um, this study is like fifteen very feet close. big. You I, guys are all together. I want to, I want to like kind of put my leg out to like kick him, just so, just so he becomes aware of the obvious illusion. Because I think like it, upon physical inspection, you're supposed to know. I, th I think a... I think Gareth is aware. He's just playing along. Okay, okay. Is that what? Well, because you guys aren't alone. Because Erstel Floxen and his right, game yeah, came with course. you. Of course. Okay, that's fine. As long as as long as I know. Because he like, knows, yeah, I don't. Okay. I, Gareth was very clearly like does not like Lady Grahund. Yeah, he does like Arnold. So it would make sense for just him just to be tight with her all of a sudden. Okay. You cool. hear a voice behind you pipe up and say, "Um." Perhaps I could be uh, the holder of this map. Oh, I am 
I am thinking that uh, we are all aligned in our workings together, and perhaps um, it might be better if I could hold the map for us. My, I am connected to many, many people in the Black Network, and we could be of assistance. <laughs> You know what? You know what? <laughs> you turned how, into Dr. How, Evil. How, how hard Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> that was gorgeous. How how hard would it be for Gareth to make a copy of the map? Very. Um, how hard would it be for to make a rough copy? I could 100% do it, though. Like, if, if I see the map, I can recreate it with a minor illusion. Bang. All right. I will tell you. But... This guy has handed you a folded piece of parchment. You have not looked at the map no. yet. Yes. Okay. So after um after what's his face? Russian guy. Yep. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Ernest. What's it? No, what's his name? I've said it like I don't know, ten like, times. Like like Ernest. Crystal Floxen. Yeah. Okay, cool. So when when No no no, Google... Gareth, what is it? What is it? You just heard it. Yeah, okay, so when after <laughs> Eugene asked me... <laughs> it's Eugene now. Okay, anyway, sorry. A after So after Eustace asked me where, uh, if you could hold the map. So I'm going to I'm gonna say, uh, you know what? Sure, you can hold the map. Just uh, let me let me take a peek. I think it's only fair if we at least get a glance at it. You know, you're going to be holding on to it. I want to get my bearings. Um, and so I'm going to like open it but so that it's like very clearly in arnold's like sight line of sight so that he okay. can see it and then is it clear that nudges do you need me to Peter. roll for that can i get a good look at it um you can get a good look at it i'm sorry i didn't hear it. i didn't hear test oh sorry. oh sorry just test like nudges josh p to like go sniff it because she can't sniff <laughs> like hey Right, your your nostrils are blocked from the shelf. Yeah, my nostrils are swollen. Yeah. actually like it's not great for you, Tess. Like, it's pretty good. uncomfortable. I kind of need a fantasy EpiPen. Yeah, I I imagine Tess time just like okay, does it smell like the future? I need you to tell me <laughs> if it smells like the future. Um, I think you sort of like push your tail to like propel Josh Pat up your back, um, and Josh Pat now leaps off you because there's no more no more stinky water to, to land into um and starts sniffing all around um and immediately gets distracted from the map and starts growling and snapping at this small cape that is fluttering in one corner Ooh. okay that would immediately have tess's full attention it would have mel i mean anything with josh pat is going to have mel's attention Mel, you recognize one of the cloaks that one of these goobers was wearing earlier in the evening. Like already, can, can I tell if it was, can I tell how long it's been in there? Like, if there, is there like dust on it? Was it left there in a hurry? I'd actually loved, I'd love to keep Arnold and Gareth with the map and I'd love to have oh, Mel, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Mel and Tess do the goobers thing just to, Keep the lines tight. If possible. I'm sorry, Tess, one more time. Tess would go over and grab the cape. Okay. Uh, you definitely recognize one of the cowls that these goobers were wearing earlier. And actually, as you're looking around, the shattered cases on the shelves and the torn off books only go about five or six feet up. And then the tops of these bookshelves are sort of like untouched and sort Almost of like, like whole. It was burgled by a short 
creature of sorts, almost like a a, a little goober, of some <laughs> little, kind. just a little guy. I think oh, I that. would ask Arant, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, you got it, Arant. Yeah, you nailed it. Sweet. Um, what can you tell me about this cape in your study? I've I've never seen that before in my life. I please don't kill me. I have no idea what that is. I think it's funny that every sentence that this guy has said has included please don't kill me or I don't want to die in it at least once. Hey man, he's a mediocre white man. What do you want me to tell you? I'll, like that's you just know, what we sound like. Marriage. Like, I don't know. I feel a little <laughs> bad for him. Not super bad, but like a little bad. I love that movie. Um, all right, uh, Gareth, you open this map, sort of like angling it so like the fake Lady Yala Grawlhund can see it. Uh, and Arnold, you clock enough details of this map to know that whatever X that marks the spot is in the water deep harbor close to the docks. Uh, okay, is that where Lady Grawlhund's been buying a property? Yes. Or do I know that? I mean, they said it around the docks. I mean, is there anything? They, no, was... no, no. They said that that uh, Arand Grawlhund had been buying property around the docks. You're not exactly sure where, but here, like, okay. it's in that general, general vicinity. Okay, that's all I was asking. I, okay. I mean, is there any reason why we couldn't just all of us look at it together in the study, and then Arnold would get a very solid look, and then and then we could like like why so see why not just just be like yeah you can hold on to it but but hey let let's just look at it together we are yeah, aligning with each other now that's you know, what I just said let's just take a fucking look at it together that's yeah the, I, that's I, the exact thing I said well <laughs> I was operating oh, you under said the... you were opening it for you to see before yeah you like I forget I was like, like you were giving. It lady grawlhund like just open it but the whole the whole point of me opening it. it was so that arnold could look at it so that he could memorize yes. it to reproduce so it later yes. I, everyone else can take a look that's fine all right what so if you... we all take a look destroy it and not give it to what's his face so yeah yeah i'm gonna let the cow take a look oh no it's eating it oh my god so he's gonna i was like oh i'm so hungry let's you all you you cow ate my homework Oh my God. <laughs> cow ate the map. The oh, cow ate yeah. the quest. <laughs> you open this map and um, you see these sort of like X marks. The spot is a, it's actually a pier sort of towards the, the southwestern end of the dock ward where uh, it, you guys have sort of spent some time along the dock ward. If you'll remember, that's where you went to the skewer dragon to look at, um, to, to find traces of missing floon. And, you went, and then you went to the old Zobob shop, like that sort of like area of the uh, dock ward. This sort of like skews to the to the Southwest of that, where it turns into more like isolated warehouses and places of the dock ward where like it's very much less trafficked. But the X on this map goes to the end of one of these long piers. So can, can I, um, what, what was his name? Uh, can I, can I turn to Erstel Floxen as Lady Grelhund and say, um, my good ruffian, what uh, do, do you have, do you have any business with the stone beyond the money? Let's lean over and just take one bite 
<laughs> exactly where the X is. He's like, oh. yes. He's like, sorry, I haven't so, had anything since the Brussels like, sprouts. Squidward taking a bike of that bite of that Krabby Patty. Uh, I don't even know what to ask you to roll for a precise bite out of something. Oh my gosh, a precise bite. Is that like Test. an unarmed strike? Oh. Yeah, I, all right, all right. Is an unarmed strike? Uh, Tess, roll a d20 and add one to it. <laughs> an unarmed strike on a man. <laughs> okay, I got 14. All right, I think I think you get the X that marks the spot. Uh, but I think you you are rushing to get it. I think you're sort of like trying to stay ahead of Ursul Flox and memorizing the location on this map. And I think you shred the lower half of this map and sort of just like eat the whole thing. Um, Mel would great. not want Ursula to think that that was like something because, because she wants us to think that we're all like so, together. So, she, so she would be, she, she'd be like, what are you doing? Like, like the, the fog, like, like get that out of your mouth. What is wrong with you? Why, yeah. how are, how are we? Yes, I am. Where I am also upset. It's what cow. the hell? So, yeah, yeah, so why, lady, is, uh, who, why is this cow here? Why is nobody <laughs> addressed this yet? <laughs> so, <laughs> why is this cow here? <laughs> it's just chewing, like it's quickly being like, now oh, coming up. I can't talk with my mouth full. That's rude. Because she's just kind of like <laughs> chewing and swallowing. And she's like, oh, was I not supposed to do that? Sorry. So oh Lady Growlhund, like Ar Arnold as Lady Growlhund would grab part of the map, but also rip a little more of it. Like just trying to like, <laughs> do one of the, like, like, give me that, you foul beast. How dare right. you do such things? Um, Arnold, give me a slight of hand check. Okay. Uh, while you roll that, Erstel Floxen uh, says, this is most upsetting. I have been. This is. I'd speak in a deeper register now because, of course, this I is my that. accent. When yes. you're, when you're I am. I am very upset, and so I speak in a deeper register. I have not addressed it until now. But why is this cow here? This, Honestly, this is it just came, it, like it just came it, it came in with us my 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 dog was was interested in another animal like he didn't he's trying to hurt, he's trying to hurt me. like he's yeah. just, you know and and i don't know why there's a cow i am just as upset as you are i barely got a look at it right but, but then it did it, like what do you against cows why why shouldn't there a cow be here okay yes i understand the the logic of this but the cow is speaking so like this is most unconcerning to me and also it took a bite of the map before <laughs> i had a chance to look at it so i am most upset i uh, i didn't Arnold, get a chance to look at it either the the cow one there's a lot of crazy stuff happening there were goobers a cow wandered in with us i got an 11 um all right i think you managed to tear the map but not all the way through okay um so um er, i just want to say uh now i forget his name erstel or he he still hasn't answered the question i asked him which is just like do you, does he have business with the map with the stone uh the, the potentially living stone aside from the money arnold this dude's face twists into one of the nastiest smiles you've ever seen in your life gareth you see you see his hands flicker behind his back and in an act of 
dexterous sleight of hand faster than almost even your hands can track. He pulls out three glass balls from a pouch on the back of his belt. Uh, and he says, he's David Bowie. I love this. He says, my name is David Bowie. And, and the Goober King. And welcome to fucking Pan's Labyrinth or whatever yeah, movie Labyrinth. he was in. Yeah. Labyrinth, damn it, it's regular Labyrinth. No, um, he says, um, my plans for the stone do not involve you. The Black Network will rise again. Vive Manchun. And he shatters the glass balls at his feet and the and the room is swallowed in a plume of acrid black smoke that stings your eyes and chokes your senses. And he disappears uh, in the smoke. I know. Those are some acrid balls. <laughs> acrid balls. When you get, when the acrid ball smoke uh, dissipates, uh, the room is empty and you are left with uh, an empty study and the freshly dead form of a Rall Growl, a Rond Growlhund. Everybody's oh, gone. Oh no! Now we have to kill Lady Growlhund. Well, I was-